Today our scripture is from Romans chapter 8 verses 12 through 17. Now, as you know, there are many translations of the Bible. There's the King James translation, the New Revised Standard translation, the Passion translation, the Message translation, and many others. I explore many of these translations in writing the messages that God has given me to give you each week. Most of the time, it's easy to pick a translation to share with you. However, this week, each of the translations of Romans chapter 8 verses 12 through 17 was so rich that I wanted to share all of them with you. So I'm doing something that was recommended in seminary, but I've never done, which is this. Take two translations, combine them so that all of us can have a clearer picture of what said the Lord. Now listen, as I read Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 17, using the message and the modern English translations. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we are debtors not to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. So, don't you see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life one red cent? There is nothing in it for us. Nothing at all. The best thing to do is to give it a decent burial and get on with your life. God's spirit beckons. There are things to do and places to go. This resurrected life you receive from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It is an adventurous, expected, greeting God with a childlike, what's next, Papa, life. God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know who God is when we know who we are. God is the Father, and we are his children. And as God's children, we know we're going to get what is coming to us, an unbelievable inheritance. We go through exactly what Christ has gone through. If we go through the hard times with Jesus, then we're certainly going to go through the good times with Jesus as well. For as many that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters of God. For you have not received the spirit of slavery again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, we may also be glorified with him. Since there is a word from the Lord today, and I am so pleased to share it with you in a teaching that is entitled, The Battle is Not Yours, <laughs> It's the Lord's. 
I have a question for you. If Superman were your friend and he offered to fight your battles, would you let him? Think of all the advantages that Superman brings to any battle. You see, Superman has x-ray vision, meaning that he could see inside any building so he could truly guarantee that no weapon formed against you will prosper. Superman could read minds so he would know the alpha and the omega of your adversary's thoughts. So no matter how they scheme, scheme, and plot, plot, Superman would defeat any plans that are not for your good. And we know that Superman is the man of steel. So with all that strength, Superman can shield you against the wind, the rain, calming every storm. And because Superman has adopted you as his friend, you will know that Superman, that all things are possible with Superman. And you need not live in fear. You can have confidence that no matter what you're going through, the battle is not yours alone. It's Superman. So again, the question is, if Superman was your friend and he offered to fight your battles, would you let him? Logically, I think most of us would say yes. But we all know Superman is not real. Superman only exists in the comic books, or on TV, or in the movies. But it would be nice to have someone big and powerful and indestructible to fight our battles. Someone who would adopt us as his own. Someone who would be equipped to win any skirmish. Someone who would not bring a knife to a gunfight. In the text we're looking at from Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 17, Paul has identified our battle-fighting champion, and it's the Lord. Now, in the mashup of the translations of Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 17 that I read to you earlier, we can see Paul making the case for the Lord by telling us that we're not debtors or beholden to the flesh because we live according to the flesh, we will die. Instead, we've been adopted by God. And as the text says, we do not owe this fleshly do-it-yourself life one red cent. Paul says there's things to do and places to go. And God wants us to live a, not a timid, grave-tending life, God wants us to get that unbelievable inheritance that he has for us. And that inheritance includes everlasting life. Okay, now cool. You may be saying it all sounds well and good, but how am I to get this inheritance? What do I have to do to get it? Well, the answer is simple. And we've heard that early in the text. In order to gain the inheritance, we must give up this fleshly world and follow Jesus. Now, what's the fleshly world? The fleshly world is the world where we worry about everything and anything. The fleshly world is the world where fear has us in its grip so tight that we're afraid to make a move. We're scared to death of the steps necessary to live the more abundant life that God has promised to us. The fleshly world is a place where we fight all the battles of life, winning some, but losing a whole lot more. And fighting all those battles have left us weary and worn out, incapable of enjoying the great life that the Lord has promised. Instead, we live the timid, grave-tending life that was spoke of in the text. Now, that's the fleshly world. The world that God has for us is a world of hope, a world of confidence, and a world of joy. 
and a world where your battles will be fought and won by the Lord. Now you must be thinking as Mary did with the angel Gabriel. How can this be? How can the Lord give me confidence? How can the Lord give me joy? How can the Lord fight my battles? Well, it's simple. For as Mary told Gabriel, God, nothing is impossible. For you see, when you give your life to the Lord, you can gain confidence and you can gain joy and the battle fighting power that the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost has for you. Last week in the teaching titled, What Can the Holy Spirit Do for You? I said that we can think of the Holy Spirit as a person and not merely a force. Throughout the Bible and throughout our lives, the Holy Spirit is there, providing us the confidence we need to do the will of God. The Holy Spirit is there, giving us joy in the midst of sorrow. And yes, the Holy Spirit is there fighting our battles. God the Son is Jesus. Jesus, the babe in the manger, and Jesus, the man hanging on the cross. Jesus, the Son of God, sent by the Father to give us confidence by teaching us what the kingdom of God will be like, not only in heaven, but here on earth. Jesus, the Son of God, sent by the Father to give us joy because of his teachings. We know that the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Joy because we know that being a good Samaritan is the right thing to do. And joy by giving us a tithe, by us giving a tithe and a tenth of our offerings as we love our neighbors as ourselves. God sent his only son, Jesus, to fight sin in our lives and to defeat death. Now, the final part of the Trinity is God the Father, God the great creator who made heaven and earth. And we're made in God's image so that we are great creators as well. That confidence that God has given us is the ability to create anything we want and to lead a great family, a great work life, and a great life itself. God the Father has given us worship. While many of us, including ourselves, have grown up, have gone to grow the joy the convenience of worshiping online, we have so much joy when we worship the Lord together. Now God will fight our battles if we take everything to the Lord in prayer. Let me be clear, the battle is not yours and it's the Lord, does not mean that our lives will be free from trials and tribulations. John 16.33 says that here on earth we will have sorrow. And then Jesus said this, clear up, clear up because my brothers and sisters, we have the overcoming power of God in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Because as Paul says in the text that we're studying, Romans 8, 12 through 17, that God's spirit touches our spirit. And God lets us know who we really are. We are God's children. So the question is, who's your Superman? Is Superman the fleshly desires of this world? Who's about as real as the comic book Superman? Or is Superman the solid rock? the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. If you're not certain about who Superman is in your life and you want God to give you the confidence and to give you the joy to fight your battles, then pray with me, please. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, we come asking you to come into our lives. We know that it's only through you that we will have the confidence and the joy to live life as you want us to live. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. 
we say amen and amen. Now, an inheritance will be squandered if not properly invested. New Bethel is a place where we can help you make the best of the inheritance that God has given all of us. We have a devotional prayer call on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 6.30 a.m. Eastern. We do a one-minute online devotional on your phone on Tuesdays and Saturdays. We have Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. We have a monthly book club and two podcasts, one that I host called The Podcast, and a medical podcast called It's a Matter of Your Health, hosted by my sister, board-certified physician, Dr. Vita Bland. And our website, NBCDublin.com, and our Facebook page, which you can find at NBC Dublin, are available 24-7. New Bethel is a place that invested in you, both on and offline. So what I want you to do, just take a moment, send me a text or a phone call at 608-358-1309 so we can talk about your inheritance. Now for our benediction, a covering that will be with us until we meet again. May the sweet spirit of God, may the triune God of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost be with you henceforth now and forevermore. Let us all say amen, amen, and amen. Go. Go.